This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. All right, it's Wednesday. Here we are again. And you know, once upon a time, Al, you, I'm Jerry, he's Al. Oh, hi. Once upon a time, you had uh, made the phrase, uh, if it goes something like this, I can talk myself into any penis ailment out there. Is right. that right? Like yeah. a, I'm a hypochondriac when it comes to my penis. Like, So if what would it take for you, let's say, if I gave you these conditions, constant severe headaches, some vomiting, and then also having some, like, um, excuse me, disorientation, would you go to the hospital? Immediately. Craig's about whole point on me. He thinks I go to the doctor for every little thing because I'd be like, I, I feel a pain in my abdomen. Sure. I go. I when Boomer hit me uh, playing molecules in the elevator, I went to the ho- I went to the hospital. So I that would send me immediately to the hospital. But One the of way, those. But everything you just said, every time you went, you had something. Yeah, I did have something. I, I never <laughs> went to the hospital where they go, nope, false alarm. Right. Exactly. Right. I went to the doctor when I thought I had a hernia. I, I had a hernia. Had. Yeah. Exactly. Jerry. Well, anyway, so there was a man in Napa, California. He's probably got the life, right? You've got oh, a with the wine country. Tremendous. It's beautiful out there. Well, yeah. this is what he was dealing with for about a week. So he finally was like, you know what? This ain't right. He goes to the hospital. He literally had a worm going through his brain, like a parasitic worm. Had they not found it, they literally said he was 30 minutes away from death. Well, how does a worm get into your brain? Your ear. Through your ear. Oh, it's got, I'm sure as you're sleeping. Or your eyes or your nose, I would I think. I guess it could, yes. Any of your... possible. Uh, there's you think you get a herpes sore if you had a worm in your in your uh, brain? Um, there's too many holes in the head for worms to get into. Well, you got your ears, your That's eyes, two, your two, mouth. Two, Some people do sleep like this. Oh, two, four, your six, nose. seven openings. How do we not all have worms in our brain? Right. And now where it was in his... Uh, where was he, Napa? He was in Napa, California. Oh, this yeah. is a third world country. I would understand the worm getting somebody's head. He was within 30 head, minutes. 30 minutes of America. death. It said the worm was blocking the flow of water to his brain. Really? It was I an mean, actual worm or a parasitic worm, which he couldn't see? Like, did they pull a worm out of his head? Uh, that it didn't say, but they did ultimately say, I know we had some fun with the six or seven holes in your head. Uh, doctors did say he probably ate some kind of salad or unwashed food. Oh, that's why you shouldn't eat salad. Well, that's why you have to Bugs. make sure you spin it and wash it. And it was contaminated with tapeworm eggs that made his way into the intestines and the larvae. What do you mean? Eventually s- drifted into his brain. What do you mean spin it and wash it, your salad? What Sal- does that mean? Uh, lettuce. So they have salad spinners. So what you do is you put the salad in the spinner and then you rinse it with water and okay. then you spin it. And then the water just 
See, that's already Washes immediately too, too much work it for me. I'm not, work, I'm not getting so salad. So you don't eat salad? You do eat salad. I see you eat salad. Yeah, sometimes. I didn't know about spinning the salad. Well, how do you think they get it clean? I don't think, I, I thought I just assumed it was clean. It's not always clean. Like how you got to pick an apple off a tree and just eat it? Uh, I wouldn't recommend that either. Oh. Because a lot of those trees are sprayed with pesticides, which is why you're supposed to clean the apple. Do you really think, okay, if apples and other fruits, let's use apples as an example. If apples are sprayed with pesticide, which we know they are, and they're powerful enough to keep these bugs away all yeah. this time, you think rinsing it under tap water is going to clear the, uh, oh, now it's completely fine to drink I think, or eat? I think you have to rinse it under the tap water, and you've really got to rub you the rub apple. It. Yeah. So it's, we, I don't know why I'm like this, but for my kids, I wash the hell out of these things. For me, half the time, I don't even rinse them. Because you feel like your immune system's stronger than your kids. I That's don't what know I assume. I, I honestly, I, may, I have almost every day, I have oatmeal. With plain Greek yogurt and an apple, I would say eight out of ten days I don't wash the apple. Right. Which is stupid. And now, by the way, after reading this, I might have larvae in my head. Yeah, like if you go to, um, what's the salad place? It's Just a, salad? No, it's all over uh, like salad in Jersey. No. That's what Panera Bread. Oh, yeah. So Panera Bread gives you an option when you like buy a salad or a sandwich, you can get um, bread with it mm-hmm. or an apple. Yeah. So I always try to pretend like I'm healthy and I get an apple. You think they're washing every apple? No, no, no chance. But are they buying organic apples? I don't know, but you're getting it in like a to-go thing or eat it there, so you're not supposed to run into the bathroom and wash an apple. I don't know what you do in that situation. I, had, I actually had a salad, believe it or not. We had a lot of running around to do last night within the span of two hours, not enough time to go home around dinner time. So I wound up running to McDonald's, which I never That's do. That's a bad job. And I, Well, it was, but I got a salad. Ironically oh, enough. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, they and do have many healthy by the choices, way, actually. It was tremendous. Yeah. It was the grilled chicken one, the Southwest one. I didn't put the uh, dressing on. There was no need. The black beans were in it. It was really good. Now I'm wondering if they washed the salad. Hmm. Remember yesterday when you said you don't eat red meat and you said except for the night before? That I, was hilarious. Yes. Thank you. I, I do. And like yeah. one dude liked that on Twitter. That was the funny. Justin? Yeah, uh, not Justin. It was another Justin. guy. I was reminded of that. Yeah. yeah thank that you. was very funny. All right, so the, the key is here, if you're going to have salad, spin the salad. Spin the salad. If you're going to have fruit like an apple. Salad. If you're going to have fruit like an apple, you wash it off. Wash your fruit. That's why you should always eat a banana or oranges. Oh, here we go again with the banana. Or watermelon. By the way. The fruit, the skin is so thick, it protects it against everything. Here's the thing about the banana, though. I just read this last week. The healthiest part of the banana, the skin. No, no one's eating the skin. Well, here's what Even I did. Even monkeys don't eat here's the skin. Monkey. Here's what I did. Maybe Jerry they Jones does now. So the other day when I make I make a sh- uh, smoothie every morning before I drive in now, it's been my routine for about three weeks. That must weeks. wake up your whole family. It doesn't. <laughs> quite frankly, o'clock in the morning. <laughs> quite frankly, Al, uh, my house is so big, no one heard it, no. Um, because they're upstairs. <laughs> you go out in the backyard and do that? Uh, they're upstairs, I'm downstairs, they're dead asleep. They actually don't hear it. I use my little Nutribullet, it's perfect. Oh, really? Yeah, quick little spin, it's all good. So I started putting the entire banana in. Really? I cut off the top, cut off the little bottom, throw the whole thing in. Now... Makes the shake a little grainier. What that means? See, I don't wash that either. Huh. This is not good. Yeah, you got to start washing. Jerry, as you know, uh, Derek Jeter was recently engaged. I've heard. To Hannah Davis. And uh, my was I was wondering this. How much money, like probably when you got engaged, you were a young guy, right? I was, when I got engaged, I was 23. Did you have a full-time job or no? Well, that depends. Do you count what I was doing here? <laughs> no, part-time. So w- when you went to go buy a ring, did you have concerns like, what should I be spending on oh, a ring? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So I wonder, what do you think is expected for Derek Jeter? I don't know the answer to this. $100,000. I don't know what he paid. Yeah. 
But I'm wondering what you think he thought in his head, I have to buy a ring that's sort of worth this much. Don't they say it's normally a, a is it one month salary or three month salary? It might be. I don't remember. It was one of those things. It's yes. either one month or three months. I don't think it's three months salary. That's insane. One mo- Maybe one month. I, I think thought what it was talking about. I know. But, three months salary. Yeah. I mean, I'm not worth three months salary. You're telling me a girl is? Right. I mean, mm. you know. Yeah, so what do you do? Like They're priceless. What Al. do you know? What do you do though? So you think Jeter spent what? Hundred thousand dollars. But he's worth how many millions? He's got a hundred million dollars. He's got to spend he might be worth half a million dollars on a ring. That's what? what I think. Derek Jeter might be worth half a billion dollars right. actually. So shouldn't he yeah, but it's maybe a million though, dollar but, ring? But hold on. At some point it gets stupid. I mean the girls are gonna walk around with her arm hanging down. You know, it's the weight of the diamond, the clarity, all that. I get it, but I mean, how much are you really spending on this stupid? I, why, why don't you just buy cubic zirconium? I wonder Who's this too. I wonder this too with people and people like yourself that got engaged when they were young and yes. had no money. Now the Jerry Recco fortune that's happening. You've got all these jobs. Do you ever? Do you think like, hmm, I need to buy my wife yes. a new all the time. ring because the she's time. maybe comparing or her friends all are comparing, time. and but she should say, listen, I married. Got engaged with Jerry when he had no money. Here's here's so what do you do? It's actually a great question. I think about it a lot. I'm here on this podcast. I come up with all good questions. So here's the problem I run into all the time with this: is I sit there and say, when I bought the ring when I was 23, I remember I gave half cash and I charged half. I didn't have it all, which probably was a red flag that I probably shouldn't have bought that what I bought. Not that it was as great worked out, but it was nice. It it worked out. So a couple of years ago, I wanted to wanted to get her a new one. I'm looking at the prices, and I'm looking at everything. I'm like, you know what? I got two kids, college. I play. I pay for private school for them uh, right now. High school is going to cost money. I'm like, this is just not. It doesn't make sense. So I wanted to buying her a brand new band, which was really nice. And you know the way she works, she doesn't want to wear the diamond anyway. So I bought the band. She loved it, but I still think I'd like to get her another one. But then I'm like, ah, if you spend five thousand or six or seven thousand dollars on a ring. That's seven thousand dollars to the five twenty nine. Right. It just doesn't make sense to me until that's all fully funded to be wasting that kind of money. I also, not wasting. That's not the right way to say it. I also wonder this too. Why don't muggers take all these rings? Excuse me. <laughs> what does that even mean? I'm saying you don't really hear of muggers taking rings off of women. I'm surprised that doesn't happen more often. So rather than be because people are walking around with very valuable diamonds on their hands, right? Like why? Why is there not a rash of people running up to women, grabbing their hand, taking the ring off, and running away? Well, perhaps maybe there will be now. Well, I'm not the no one. Criminals have thought of this. They must be. They must know they're going to get caught. I don't know the answer to that. The rings are insured, though, so if that happens, you're going to Oh, that's true. Ring is insured. It is. Yeah. How about that? Then why not even go in collusion with the muggers and say, take my ring, I'll get the insurance money and get a better ring? I'm sure some people have tried and done that, and they're in jail for insurance fraud. (laughs) You get in jail for mugging and insurance fraud. Right. And you'll end up being in jail for 20 years with rapists and serial killers. That's no good. Not a good idea. Hmm. Is that really what you got today? That, so far, well, those are two good ones. Here so comes far. a tweet later. Oh, I wonder why muggers don't <laughs> rip off diamond rings from unassuming women as they're walking down the streets. Yeah, sometimes I'll come up with something here that I like, and then I'll tweet about it later. The same thing, the same yeah, take. Not? Just assuming no one heard this, or I do vice versa. I'll tweet something and then repeat it back on this podcast, assuming someone didn't see one or the other. Yeah, see how that goes. Yeah. 
You're funny. Hmm. Uh, real quick, just because this don't take much time. All I just right. found this funny. I take you to Tehran. You know where that is? Iran. Right. Exactly right. Tehran, so Iran. They actually shut down a restaurant. These were um, people built a Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> Without Kentucky Fried Except Chicken's knowledge? It was not Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> it was... Halal, Kentucky Halal. Fried Chicken, whatever oh, the hell you But say. they use the, the, the oh, kernel yeah. in the bucket? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> That's my, a great idea. Here's my question. How in the hell does KFC find out that in Iran, where we have zero relations with, other than the fact that they want to murder all of us, and at some point we're probably going to have to go in and do something to them, great, for another podcast or a serious topic anyway. How do they even find out? That they're, maybe, hey, Mom, I'm at KFC in Iran. How does that even happen? Maybe as someone emailed... KFC and said, hey, your uh, Tehran Iran um, uh, store doesn't have the chicken strips I like. Right, and they're like, well, we don't have a store in Tehran Iran. Where's the original recipe? Yeah. And then they look and investigate or someone tweeted, hey, I'm at the KFC in Iran. I mean, unbelievable. Now, the real answer to that question is police went in to grab a bite and the place looked too American. It looked too American. So they closed it down. And somehow word got back to Yum Foods hmm. that actually owned the KFC brand, and they shut the whole thing down. I was thinking of opening a KFC, but not a real KFC, a, like a rip-off version in Baskin Ridge, hoping they wouldn't notice. But if they're noticing in Iran that they're doing it, I will get caught immediately. Are you just a walking Seinfeld episode? <laughs> Kenny Rogers wrote Yes, this. I know that. <laughs> With the bright lights. Remember ah. Kenny Rogers, that, that was good. That was around for a short time only. Kenny Rogers was? Yeah, the Roasters, yeah. Is Popeye still around? It is. Popeye's still around. And what about uh, the real good one, the Boston Market? Because Very I rare. That I you see by me, them. they're all gone. Yeah, there's a handful left. I like Boston Market. I thought that, here's the problem with Boston Market. It used to be really great and appeared to be very fresh food. Right. And then at some point, I guess it got too expensive, they appeared to go with like frozen food, mm. fast foodish versions of their home-cooked meals, yeah, which dude, wasn't great. Yeah. The home-cooked meals are too expensive to too make. Too expensive. I'm probably throwing a lot out. Hmm. Jerry, you also do updates on the Joe and Evan show, and one thing that we know about Evan is sometimes he likes to ride his bike to work. Yes, he almost died, actually. He said on a bike crash yesterday. Is that right? Fact. Yes. Hmm. Well, I've got something for him, not to die, but touchofmodern.com, Jerry, they have a thing called Footloose. It's a chainless electric folding bike really yeah you fold it right up you put it in your trunk dude why don't we get the parking spot around the corner put that in our trunk we ride right in every morning oh i like that so now we're not parking our car in manhattan we got the footloose folding bike from touchofmodern.com we fold that up put it in your trunk right through the holland tunnel i wonder if you could fold it up and carry it on your back would you mind doing that for us uh might be a little heavy oh might be might be lightweight i don't know yeah Here's something else I found at touchofmodern.com. You know, I always talk about the home decor because I don't know what to put on my walls. Oh, I know. I have maybe the worst clock on my wall. Do you? Yeah, but I was just on touchofmodern.com. Nice looking manly clock. A man clock. A man clock. Also, uh, for your iPhone or your cellular, you call them mobile phones. Yes. Uh, portable power. You know, when Love you need those. to plug in, when you don't really uh, have access to an outlet or you can't stand there with your phone stuck in a wall. 
portable power, Jerry. Where did I find that? Touchofmodern.com. Yeah, I was checking it out on my touchofmodern.com app that I use for my phone while I'm using the portable power for my phone, staring at the clock on my wall, getting ready to hop on my footloose chainless electric folding bike. Moral of the story, you've got all the power you need. You just get on your bike, on your phone, you're at work because of touchofmodern.com. Yeah, now touchofmodern.com, you have to, uh, when you see these deals, they only last like two or three days. So if you see a deal, like a nice-looking clock, you don't go, well, I'll come back to this next week, and I'll decide whether I want... you got to grab it. It's at a great price, and if you don't grab it in a day or two, it could be gone, Jerry. Right. Don't be cheap. Right now, yeah, our listeners cheap. can get immediate access when they sign up at touchofmodern.com. That's touchofmodern.com. Do it today because tomorrow it will be different. That's how life rolls in the fast lane. And I shouldn't say don't be cheap. Don't be hesitant. Don't Just be do it. You love it. You right. buy it. You move on with your life. Yeah, and then you've mentioned this before. Now we're we're in the November now. I have dudes on my gift list like Boomer and Craig. I never know what to get them. Now you do unique items at touchofmodern.com. It's a man website. Jerry, did you see the uh, Royals had their big celebration? I did uh, for winning the World Series. Yes, and they said that more people went to the celebration than actually live in Kansas City. The number was higher than the population of yeah, Kansas City. which I'm not surprised, at, by the way. It reminded me that the difference between the New York area and our sports teams and some of these other towns, like when a, when a team like the Kansas City Royals, when they're in the World Series, the ratings for those games, they get like a 70 share. Yeah, they had, I think it was 80% of the uh, TVs were on game five, were on. Yeah, so 80% of the televisions that were turned on in Kansas City had the game on. Correct. And it's not like that in New York. No. Uh, here, like when the Mets were in it, I think they one of the games may have had a 20 share. Which is awesome, Which by is the way, very high. And the problem with this area versus a place like Kansas City, well, one, there's a, there's a lot more, I guess, to do in New York. So not everyone's caught up in sports. And we're splitting fandom. It's well, and it's also you have a lot more people that aren't from here. Yeah, that live here. If you live, if you live in Kansas City, I mean, think about it. Good point here. The only coming, people Jerry. living in Kansas City are people that were born in Kansas City, or you got a really good job transfer. Fine. Other than that, who's moving to Kansas City from yeah. Europe? Nobody. But you look or you walk around the streets of Manhattan. Half the people speak English, half don't. Right. So you're already taking out a lot of the people that aren't interested in baseball. So I'm not surprised. I actually think, in a way, it would be really cool to live in a small city like that, where everybody in the city is living and dying with a few teams. I think it's pretty neat, actually. Right, and it's even unique here at WFAN where we work in that there are, you can't, like anywhere else, really anywhere else, Boston, Kansas City, any of the, everyone listening to your sports talk show, they're a Royals fan, they're a Chiefs fan, you know, and it's not like that here. No. Mets fans are not Yankees fans and vice versa. Giants fans are not Jets fans. Knicks fans are not, well, then they're just not basketball fans or Nets fans. Right. It's a unique uh, spot here in New York sports-wise compared to everywhere else in the country. Yeah, around here, usually Met fans are Jet fans, Yankee fans are Giant fans for whatever reason, and Yankee and Giant fans are Ranger fans, and, you know, Islander fans are Met fans. And it's very, it's, it's odd, but people are different, and you've also got a lot of fans of other teams around here. And I think that's our age where we grew up watching all these teams on TV – you know, for me as a Cowboy fan, I mean, my that's a different deal with me. But people don't care anymore. And with the fantasy sports, it's getting worse. And I think that will spread out around the country, too. Right. So that could change a little bit. But I think it'd be neat to live in a small town. You lived in Indiana for two years. I lived in Indiana for two years, but I wasn't in Indianapolis. I was an hour away. But you at least got to see, though, what that small town feel was like. Yeah, and then I worked in Tampa 
but I I left right uh, one or two years before the Buccaneers won it all. Got it. I would, like you said, would have liked to have seen that happening in a city like that where they're just one team. I did not. I missed it, Jerry. And really focused on it. Locked in. Speaking of lock, uh, you're a big music guy. I love music. Are you Jerry. a memorabilia guy? Um, I guess it would depend on what it is. I would be interested in memorabilia. So right now online, there is a big um, auction going on for strands of hair from Kurt Cobain. Where did those I don't come understand from? this. I honestly and truly do not understand this. I don't know where it came Kurt from. Kurt Cobain hair. Correct. How much would you pay for one strand of Kurt Cobain hair? Kurt Cobain's hair. Now, if we ever he do died that, when uh, ninety was it early nineties? It was. I, I was actually in Indiana when he when he died. So I'm going to say that was ninety two or ninety three. Okay. So this is now twenty two or twenty three years ago. Right. Someone's claiming. To have Kurt Cobain's hair. Could they do DNA test on it so I know I'm actually getting... I don't getting... think they're going to do a DNA test on it for you. Then again, for what you'd have to auction and bid, maybe they would. I don't know. What do you think they're getting for one strand of hair? Where the bidding starts, by the way. Uh, $21,000. Okay, no. I don't know. Oh. I just wasted I ruined the bit? Right. I can go back and edit this, $4,000. I'll try. I'll do it again. I'm sure I'll take this out later. I would say that's one thousand dollars. No, would you? See now, that's what I would have thought. Oh, how about how about more than that? How much? Four grand. Four grand. Four thousand dollars. I thought that was. What nuts. would you do with it? Well, would you put it in like a frame with well, his picture? I, I would that's say. What I would do. If you ask me a serious question about that, yeah. my guess would be I have a um, former golf buddy of mine whose father was in World War II, and he brought back sand from. You know the beaches and really, all that. yeah. And he, what he did with it was he kept it over the years, and he made I think he wound up making fifteen or sixteen um, little. I don't want to call it, it's not memorabilia when you're talking about real life, but right m- memory keepsake. Yeah, that keepsake. That's a good one. And what he did was he would put like a, a good amount of grains of sand, and then he made like a little sign, and the two pieces of plastic. They went to like a place like Michaels, and he got it, and he stuck it together and glued it around the edge, and. It's kind of neat. I still have it at home. I think it's kind of cool. I guess you would do something like this, but then what do you do with it? You put it on your shelf? Yeah, put it on your wall. Cobain hair? Oh, that's Kurt Cobain's hair. But it's one piece. Yeah. Wasn't he blonde? He was you blonde. You can't even see it. But here's what... Uh, do you... Hmm. Do you save it in thinking that... We always heard that we'll be able to clone people. So what, you want to clone Kurt Cobain Could you Cobain clone now? Kurt Cobain with... A strand of his hair. I wouldn't don't know. Fun- I'm asking you as a scientist. Could you do that? Wouldn't it be funny if you actually did that and wound up being like Paulie Shore or something? Yeah, it was just, just a little hair off of like, <laughs> ah. It really wasn't his hair to begin <laughs> yeah. with. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> or it's, your, or it's your, uh, you know, your meat guy from the delicatessen. <laughs> it's the guy at the memorabilia store who sold you that. It's Kurt Cobain's hair. Exactly. I just wonder where it was all these years. Uh, that's a, I would love to know. Yeah. I mean, because... I should probably stop here. Where's your? What's your favorite Nirvana song? Not a big Nirvana fan. Really? No, never was. You loved that '90s. I grunge. do, and it's amazing to me that that is one band I never liked. You were a an alternative rock DJ at uh, G1063. It was not G1063 at the time. What was it called? It was 1063 Modern Rock of the Jersey Shore. That down in Eatontown. Yes. Correct. You had a morning show, The Morning Wreck. I did for one year. REC. I did a show, a matter of fact, and this is where it turned sour. Uh, with a girl by the name of April Smith, 
who was a, um, you know, I want to say blossoming guitarist and singer-songwriter. Oh, and I've right. looked her up a little bit. She She's actually had a nice career. She hasn't blown up or been famous, but she's made a career out of it. And when I had, when I was doing that with her, she was great. Yeah. And then they took her away from me because we were, quote-unquote, having too much fun. Is that right? And then they gave me someone who... Um, was not so much fun. Well, let's just say they brought in another girl to do the news. And when I threw it to her for the first time, it was this. Thank you, Jerry. Nirvana fans rejoice. So you she, can n- uh, now bid. Uh, I mean, it was, she was brutal. Stiff. But she had never done it before. Mm. They posted like an ad in one of the magazines. She applied. She was sweet. She was nice. Got the job. Wouldn't, weren't you paid an hourly rate to do that yes. job? Yes. That's crazy. That's a horrendous hourly rate, by the way. You know, uh, when I go down to see my girl down the Jersey Shore, I always pass by the rat. Yeah. W-R-A-T, the rat. My big claim to fame was I actually beat the rat in women. Nice job. Ages, uh, what was the demo? Women love the morning wreck. 12 and over. I came in number one in women 12 and over uh, down there in the Jersey Shore, the Monmouth County area. The rat killed us guy-wise. You know why? They wouldn't let us play anything. Like, we would play Limp Biscuit Rearranged. But we couldn't play any other Limp Biscuit. Like, well, what is that? Does that make any sense? What I had problems with that. Break stuff. That was a good Limp oh, Biscuit that, song. Well, that was the popular Rare. song. We weren't allowed to play that. So I couldn't play Faith. I loved when he did Faith, the remake. What about I Did It All for the Nookie? Wasn't able to play that either. Oh, girls That's love what I'm that talking song. about. Well, I don't know about that. Oh, I mean, but. guys. I Sometimes I feel like walking into the rat to see if they'll let me look around. I still like, I am still kind of a radio geek, and I love like, to wonder how the studios look. I'm sure they look fine. I still listen to DHA a lot with Terry Carr. The Rock of Dover. Yeah, absolutely. So she actually was a teacher of mine at the Connecticut School of Broadcasting in 1991. What about when you had that college that you were running? It wasn't a school. It wasn't a college, you son of a bitch. (laughs) Have a nice Wednesday. Stars of the show, Alan Jerry.